Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. This is Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio. We are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios in downtown Rome, Georgia, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. As I mentioned, I'm Roger Manus. I'm Carly Parker with the Rome Floyd Chamber. This morning on our podcast, we have Megan Otwell with Downtown Development Authority, Amanda Weeks with Riverwood Senior Living, and Selena Bradley with Riverwood Senior Living. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hello. How are we doing? Great. Oh, yes, it's ladies' night. <laughs> That's an old song. Yeah, way before y'all, any of y'all's time. Um, thanks for joining us. Uh, we're tr- trying to get back in the groove here after the holiday. How was everybody's Thanksgiving? Great. It's crazy. Really good. Full. Yeah, can't eat anymore. <laughs> I'm sick of eating. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's just sad. <laughs> that's that's just sad. Well, thank you so much for being here. As we try, as we get back in the groove here, it is it is holiday season. Downtown Rome is bustling, uh, a lot going on in our community. So we're we're very happy to have you here. So um, let's just kind of go around the room here and give everybody a minute or two to give us a big broad overview of what it is you guys do. And I guess um, Megan, we'll start with you at the Downtown Development Authority. Busy time of year. We want people to come shop. Yes, uh, that's big, our biggest campaign right now for downtown Rome is shopping. We have, um, we've partnered with the chamber doing a uh, shop small passport with over 30 of our retailers participating. So for every $100 you spend, you can put your name in for a big prize drawing. Um, and then we and it also, doesn't have to be $100 at one no, store. Yeah, it can be $10. So you get t- for every $10 you spend at these participating stores, they mark it off. So how do we get? Going with that. <laughs> uh, you can pick up a passport at either of our offices or any of the participating businesses have them. Awesome. And you said it's 30 up and down? Yeah. Oh. Well, they're on Broad Street and some of them are um, chamber members. So that doesn't mean they have to be downtown. So right. there are a few that are um, within the city and county as well. Okay. Um, and anything that's the most obviously most pressing thing. Anything else going on with you guys other than just the hustle and bustle of downtown all day, every day? I, well, yes, all day, every day. Um, but during the holidays as well, as part of the Shop Small um, and Support Local, we have room for the holidays. So every Thursday between Thanksgiving and Christmas, we have something special going on on Thursday nights from um, 5 to 8. And we have these some of our stores. I think there's also about 20 to 30 of our retail that are downtown that will be open um, until 8 p.m. So people can come do some late night shopping after work. That's a branding slogan that just writes itself, doesn't it? Rome Absolutely. For the, Rome for the holidays. We have little ornaments we're selling this year for $15 that have Rome for the holidays. And a local um, college student actually did the artwork. So oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's, that's we're, we're taking off with that little slogan. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. All right, ladies from uh, Riverwood Senior Living, um, whoever wants to take the lead and tell us a little bit about what it is that, that you guys do. They're looking at each other. Okay. Um, I'm Selena Bradley. I'm the executive director of Riverwood. Um, we are a personal care home and memory care. Uh, we have, um, uh, sorry, <laughs> um, we have been around Rome for a very long time. Um, I think we're like kind of one of the originators now. And um, we're just really excited about the holidays because that's our opportunity to love on the residents and make them feel really special. All these activities, you're going to have 25 days of Christmas starting today. So obviously there's all kinds of fun stuff going on. Um, and then a song, the 25 days of, no, that's the 12 days of, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's the 12. Close enough. Um, Roger hasn't woken up from the podcast. <laughs> Not yeah. enough coffee yet. Right? You're right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, where, where are you guys located? We're um, right off of... Um, 511 West 10th Street, so right back from Publix. We're right there in the heart of Rome. Um, been there for 
you know, since like the 80s. So we're the originators. <laughs> we're in the historic district, actually. Yeah. And Amanda, what is your title? So my title is community consultant. So I handle marketing, essentially. Okay. So um, doing podcasts and things like this, right? To get the word out about what you guys do. Apparently, this is our first one. But. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes it feels like my first, you know, but coming back from a, from a hiatus, as they say. Um, so talk about, if you could, the 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 transition, if you will, that it that it is required for family members or your do you call them residents? Residents and and uh, to to make this adjustment to to come to assisted living. What's that process like for them and for you? It's always very difficult with them to make that change. Most people are very independent, and now they're realizing that they need help, and it's hard to give up that independence. Um, typically, there's a family member stepping in to help them out, and they're exhausted. You know, so yeah. they need us. They're coming to us saying, what can I do? I'm tired. I, I can't do this by myself. Um, and so we're just that resource for the families. Um, and once a resident moves in, the relationship with the family and the resident comes so much better because it's not stressed. They're not, you know, always having to care for that person. They can come and just enjoy some time with them. And what what is the age range of your residents? Uh, your age? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I'd say about 60 to 100. 60 to 100? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have 100 year oh, Wow. Um, so d- d- daily life, what, what's it like for your residents? Uh, you mentioned activities, but let's get into some of the, the details here. What what goes on? Yeah. Amanda, you want to jump in on that one? Um, well, activities, of course, is a huge part of our life at Riverwood because we want to keep our residents active and uh, moving. So, um Gosh, we do all kinds of things. Um, we go on trips. Um, they love to shop. They oh, love to shop. Me. So I'm sure they'll be spending, spending plenty of money. Um, but uh, we, we do all kinds of things with the residents. Whatever they want to do, whatever interests them, whatever keeps them active, that's what we do. do is there like independent? Is there like an independent side where like they're kind of just living there and if they need help, it it's there for them or is it? completely like I guess fully staffed I don't really know yeah well we have personal care and then we have our memory care which we call pathways um so in personal care they do receive assistance but they're all kind of at a different level of what they need um people that still drive yeah we have residents that still drive um and then our memory care of course is a little more assistance and it's a secured community so um but yeah yeah so yeah you're I was going to follow up on that because not everybody's in the same boat. Right. Um, people, there are different levels. So is there, is there medical care or assist, you know, what's the difference in medical care and assisted living uh, is go ahead. It's a little tricky to explain that. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, <clears throat> um, so you need, a, you need a minute. We're not a skilled community. <laughs> so um, our care that we provide um like you said, everybody's kind of at a different point. So it really just depends on the resident themselves and what they need. Um, what's important to us is either improving their quality of life or continuing the quality of life that they had at home, but better. You know, we want to make sure that we're caring for them, you know, in a way that's pertinent to the resident themselves. Um, we're not a skilled community, so it does get kind of tricky when you talk about what we can do for every resident. Um of course, memory care is assisted living, so we can do kind of a higher level of care there, if that makes sense. But it does get kind of tricky to explain, I guess. Um, 
you know, we provide all of their meals, housekeeping, laundry activities. Uh, we do medication management. We have an LPN on staff 24 hours a day, which is very appealing to families. Um, just know that somebody with that background is present. Um, you know, we just, we, like Amanda said, we just really want to improve their life, uh, the quality of life. Um, life is not over for them. You know, there's still lots of living left to do. So again, they like to go shopping downtown. They like to go to the mall. They like to go to the fudge shop and, and just get out and enjoy their, their life. I, I, do you, I would imagine that psychologically you have various levels of people that, okay, this is great mm-hmm. when they first move in. And then some probably are doing it reluctantly. And, and, but I would imagine their mind changes pretty quickly once they, once they yeah. experience the community, right? Yeah. Once they get in there, it's a much different story. It's a couple week adjustment period though, you know, um, going from living at home and doing everything for themselves to, Hey, now I can just kind of relax, kick back and let other people do this for me. And how important is that connection, the community being around other people, um, at, at that stage of life? How important is that? Super uh, important. Yeah. I mean, That's everything. Yeah. We're talking about for a lot of our residents, their children live out of state. So they're by themselves. So then they're coming to, into our community and now all of a sudden they have friends every day all day people to talk to do things with so it's very important so, sounds like a college dorm except, except, except yeah, i'm thinking about moving in <laughs> except except somebody's there to do the laundry <laughs> and i have residents are like well can i wash my clothes i'm like we'll do that for you she's like really i mean you know they've done it their whole life and it's the generation where they um housewives are ki- cooking all the meals from scratch all day every day taking care of the kids and so now it's just their time to step back and relax and it's kind of hard for them to give that up but once they do they really enjoy it and when so so is it like when they want to go sh- when some of them want to go shopping or is it planned like a better word field trip mm-hmm. you bring a group mm-hmm. to to downtown and 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 support the dda yeah <laughs> we uh, love that <laughs> So, so is it, a, is it vans or buses or? We have both. Yeah. Yeah. We have the van that we usually do doctor's appointments and such. So we do transportation to physicians offices or if they just need to go to the bank or something like that. But then we have the bus for larger groups to get out and, and be in the community. So, um, I, I, I guess that warms your heart to know that people come, they bring them by the bus load in here yeah, <laughs> yeah. downtown. So Talk a little bit about, if you could, of what else is going on with, with the DDA these days and just the overall growth and various projects. Like, do you do you cross over the river? Yes. So, yeah. um, we cross over the Ustanala there, and that's the river district. Yeah. Um, so, that was a SPLOSTA project, a SPLOS project that was approved in 2017. Um, that was over $2 million, I think, to revitalize that area with a streetscape project. So, um that money is just now starting to be usable um, and nothing in government is quick, um, but we are in the process of coming up with a specific design for that area um, and how we want it to look, um, changing the streetscape and making it look more like Broad Street, but not identical to Broad Street um, and just overall beautification and walkability over there. So your organization, you work for the city, right? Yes. Okay. So you, you are tasked with, as a government agency working side by side with private enterprise. Yes. And so talk about those relationships and how you make that work. <laughs> Very carefully. <laughs> um, in the river district, you've probably also heard about the, um, well, the, the development, major, yeah, the major development yeah. going on that has um, to, has to work hand in hand yeah. with you. Right. So we've worked with them a lot on just different things. Um, whether it's, you know, street closures or communicating to our businesses about things going on, 
Um, they had a fence up and it, I don't remember if it was falling down or if it just didn't look good. Um, and some of our business owners that are on broad or not broad street, North fifth were a little concerned about the looks of it. So we reached out to them for them. So kind of mediating situations and they got it all fixed up. So it's a lot of just, um, you know, kind of being the mediators and the helpers of, cause the private investors are the really ones who make our downtown, our downtown, um, we usually don't get a lot of say in what gets put in businesses or in buildings and what happens to buildings. We just try to help and um, usually get, we can have grants for facades and things like that, but um, we just try to assist as we can. And just make, make sure everybody's talking to the proper people and connecting. Yes. And so yeah, wh- a lot of people don't know when they want to open a business or when they want to change their facade or they want to do this, whether they're in a historic district or not, or that they need to get a permit to do that. We had that situation not too long ago that um, a sign was going up and it was nowhere near um, historic preservation code. <laughs> and so they had it. Um, we had to go talk to them and tell them, hey, let's take that down. <laughs> and these are the people you need to talk to. And this is the approvals you need to get. Um, so we just, yeah, we try to connect them to the right people because there's so many different offices in the city. And what are the, the river district, the big private development that's going on? What, what's coming? Oh goodness. Um, a lot of stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Apartments. It's going to be, uh, we like to kind of say it's going to be kind of like a little mini Pont city market. If you've ever been over there, um, mixed use very much. So apartments, live, play, um, restaurants. I saw rooftop bar, I think. Um, so overlooking the river. Yes. I hope it's an air horn. Little (laughs) (laughs) very, very excited about that. (laughs) Yes. That's perfect. Wait, it's, it's going to take a second. Don't go away. Okay. There we go. <laughs> That's our fake live studio audience. That's We're very excited about that. But it's, yeah, very much live, work, play. Um, they have big, big dreams for over there, and we're excited to see it happen. I, I, I'm kind of curious what took so long to kind of get that other, the, the other side of the river going, uh, but I'm glad it's going. You yes. Know? Um, I don't know if you remember the hotel. It was in progress for like a decade. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but once I think it got there and, you know, we've had some, some growth with, you know, with foundry opened up back in like, I think it was like 2016. And then of course with Aventine and Blossom Aventine. Hill, that's yeah. really just kind of like pushed it forward. Well, and, and of course, Barron stadium, everything's, yes. gonna, everything's close to, you know, so, uh, and creating all the connectivity. Do you have to, as, as at the DDA, what is your relationship like when, like with Tread, for example, you know, mm-hmm. the trail that comes through downtown, I guess you have to work with them as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and the city has a, a trails that with our planning department, they have a, a committee, I believe, that's working on um, a whole wayfinding campaign for um, the trails that uh, my director, Andy Leslie, sits on that will be really exciting, but that'll be mostly downtown. So we don't always control what's downtown, but we um, like to... Like, like I said, Andy's on the committee, so she's there giving feedback and um, is supporting what they're doing. So a, a new business wants to come to town. Somebody's in town and they want to open a restaurant on Broad Street or they've got an idea for a clothing store on Broad Street. Do, do they come to you or, or the, at some point in the process they need to come to you to help them yeah. expedite their – Usually yeah. they go um, – usually – to be honest, we almost get overlooked. They go straight to the clerk's office and get like their business license or this, and they go to um, get their building permits if they need that. And we try to work with the other departments to send them our way to make sure that they have the parking that they need and that they can get the welcome packet that lets them know, hey, we do this grant and this grant, and this is what we're available for, and we can promote you this way. 
and just all of the information that they would need from us about what we do. Um, yeah, grants. a lot of times they don't have that. Yeah, grants. Uh, yeah, they need to look into grants. <laughs> yes, we have. We do a facade grant um, that helps with exterior facades. We do a marketing grant that helps with uh, in, helps get, with building their marketing. Yeah, and then we have an impact grant, which is not for businesses specifically. It's actually more for events that come into downtown that help uh, make an economic impact. So, like Rome International Film Festival, Schnauzer Fest, um, going caching that brings all these tourists in. Um, we give them grants. Well, you mentioned like the facade grant. So there are rules and laws and regulations as to what people can do and size of signs and all that. Oh, yes. That's all through the Historic Preservation Commission. So we don't um, do any of that, but we do make sure that it's approved um, if it's in the historic Broad Street. Now, in the River District, there's no historic district over there. So they get to have a little more creativity, may I say, um, over on that side of the river. But um, we do, if it's in the historic district, they have to have approval from HPC. Well, it is interesting. You know, downtown Rome is so vibrant. And, yes. you know, Broad Street's always hustling and bustling. But, the, the, you know, the nature of capitalism, there are businesses that have been here a long time, and then there are businesses that kind of come and go. Um, so, like, do, I, I'm putting you on the spot here. Like, <laughs> do, you, do we know numbers? Like, how many businesses are up and down the corridor that you oversee? Or what are there avail- is there available space right now if somebody wants to do something? Yeah, so in our um, district, there are over 400 parcels, I think. Um, and then right now we have a... Um, 95% occupancy rate, but there are about um, 5% of our buildings are open. So we have like the Fricks building is still an available one. Um, I don't believe anything's gone to where Broad Street Guitars was next to Jefferson's. Um, So there's several openings and we try to keep um, an eye on what's going in and out so that if someone does come to us saying, hey, we want to do this, we can make sure we try to fit them with the right spot. And you mentioned the development across the river from where we are. We're, we're downtown Rome to our listeners in the Hardy on Broad Space because of being the Hardy Realty Studio. But across across the river, the new development's kind of going to be live, work, play. Well, in recent years, broad, the Broad Street Corridor has has added condos. And, oh, absolutely. I mean, I know there's always probably been people that live here, and then there's residential behind Broad that people are just you know within a few blocks walk. But how has that helped change the dynamic of the DDA with, with additional living space in downtown? Oh, that is the biggest part of having a vibrant downtown is having residents that can, you know, just walk downstairs and spend money in our businesses, to be <laughs> honest, because um, they're going to go to dinner and they're going to go, you know, hop over here for a new dress or they're going to go over to Riverside Gourmet, for example, and get, you know, some beef for the night or some wine. And so walk into um Olea for some olive oil when you need some. So having, we have over 224 residential units just in on Broad Street. Um, wow. And then, and that, I think that includes the Hoyt um, buildings over there. But, you know, having that many people that live downtown makes such a huge impact, economic impact on our downtown. And that really is how we are able to be so vibrant. Well, and you mentioned you had 224 residences but mm-hmm. actually that that i was coming back to you guys over at riverwood like how many how many residents do you have at senior living do we so, know is it a ballpark figure <laughs> we can have 80 okay so we can have 80 residents as our capacity and how many do we have do you have vacancy 
We do have some vacancies. Okay, so somebody's listening to this and they were they're considering, you know, oh, I need to go in or family. I need mem- to put my parents in there. Yeah. Yeah. Just kidding, mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> do y'all have a rooftop bar? No, <laughs> no but we do transportations, so. and we have, <laughs> we do have happy hour though. We do have happy hour. Really? Every Sounds like I need to come live there. You yeah. can drive me to the bar and back. <laughs> yes. I mean, we have happy hour every Friday at two. Yep. Uh, well, that makes sense. It's a little earlier than everywhere else because <laughs> bedtime's a little earlier, right? Um, so, so is happy hour like really happy hour, like yeah. co- cocktails yeah, and absolutely. Uh, cocktails and mocktails and, and, and mocktails and two for one for the ladies. No. <laughs> um, so, uh, you, and how many, so, so somebody, and they, how do they start the process? If, do they call, do they website, do they, do you? Do they have to put deposits down? How does the process work? If So they can go on our website, of course. We have a website. Um, there's an inquiry spot on there where they can put their information in, and it goes straight to me. It goes to Selena as well. But um, Or they can just call and you know say, this is what I've got going on. This is what I need. And then we kind of take it from there, just being that resource to let them know, you know, this is how the process works for most People, when they start that process, they have no idea what they're doing. They've never done it before. Um, so that's kind of where we come in, the experts. Not really. But, <laughs> she, just did air, <laughs> yeah. she just did air quotes <laughs> to our listeners. Um, but, yeah, so um, they can call, ask for me, just ask for Amanda or Selena, and we can kind of start that process and for them. Is y'all's event sometimes open up to the public? Oh, it's always open to the public. It's oh. always open to the public. Um but like, I think we're going to do Wind Down Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Is it Wind Down Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> open to the public. So, yeah. What, always. It's what, always open to the what public. Is, what is that? You just mentioned the Wednesday thing. What is that? Um, wind so, Down Wednesday? Did I make that up or is it called Wind Down Wednesday? It's called Wind Down Okay. <laughs> That's what I said. It. You looked at me crazy. Um, so, of course, there's wine. Yeah. But, um, so, it's not W-I-N-D, Wind Down. It's W-I-N-E, Wine Down. A wine Down. Down. A little yes. pun, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so our most previous one was an Italian day. So we're cooking specific food, um, just an opportunity for everybody to get together. Okay, so as people transition, um, I know every, every, everybody's in a different situation, needing different levels of help. Mm-hmm. But what is their uh, living area like? Is everybody living individually in like their own apartment with like, how many rooms is it? You know, the private bathrooms or are we in sharing situations? What, what's it like when living there? Everybody has their own studio apartment. Studio apartment. Uh-huh. Okay. And then we have the common areas for dining and activities. Um, they do have their own restroom, of course, and a little setup for, um, for refrigerator and microwave and all that. So a studio apartment is bed, tables, a little kitchen area, yeah, bathroom, mm-hmm. um, and but but no like two or three bedroom guest no, rooms. Yeah, no, of course no. not. Now in memory care, um, there's it's considered like a one bedroom, but on the personal care side, it's more of a studio apartment. But that's really just to kind of lay their head down and watch TV because lay most your head, of, hang your hats. What I say most yeah. of the time, you're they're going to be in common areas yeah. or doing these. Yeah, and and talk about the the meal t- time. Is like everybody in in one room together, like just like high school. <laughs> yeah, so breakfast is kind of like a range because as people wake up and come down, so you know seven thirty to nine or so is breakfast. 
um, lunch at 12 and then dinner at 5. And everybody does come down, and it's a dining experience. We're not just feeding them. But, you know, we've got music going on, and they've got the linen tablecloths, and they're engaging their friends. Um, so it's it's an experience, not just just coming to eat. Okay. Um, and and what, what does this cost? I would imagine it, it runs a gamut, but can you ballpark it just uh, for folks who might be interested? Um, so ballpark, let's say start somewhere around 3,700 a month. month. Uh Yeah. Yes. And, but can be higher, can be lower depending upon need. Yeah. It's going to depend on need. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, and is, is there like, what's the pro, how long would it take if once from the process starts, Hey, we need to do this. Could it take a week or two? We can have them in within 48 hours. Yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. And we do have, you know, instances where, um, Maybe there's a, a judge that sees there's an issue and they'll, they'll reach out to us because they need emergency placement and we can move very quickly to get that going. Now, is it is it anything that would 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 insurance help uh, or does it depend upon so the it's circumstance? Private pay. It's private pay. Um, yeah, you'll see insurance kick in. What of course their medications. Right there or we go. If they have physical therapy, home health, that hospice, any of things that's coming into the community. But yeah, okay. Um, all righty. Um, all right. Well, let's kind of let's kind of go around here and do some final thoughts and wrapping up. And um, so Megan, um, what's, what's on the agenda for, let's kind of do big picture 2023. We're going to get through the holidays here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I'm just trying to make it day to day here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't t- have that option. I'm already looking at 2023. <laughs> <laughs> it, it always takes me like three months to change the, when I write the year yeah, on, okay. on checks or something, you know, to 2023, but it's coming up. So, oh, yeah. so, so yeah. Uh, what, what's on the horizon for uh, the downtown development authority? So we're, you know, doing all of our regular events. We'll, um, we're going to do the Arts Fest again this year. We are looking at changing that up. So look for some exciting news on that. Of course, First Fridays have been such a success. We're going to bring well, that, those back. Yeah, well, that's, I'm sorry to interrupt you here. That's another thing. You talked about, you know, like maybe when a business starts, they may not, they kind of might overlook you. They may not realize the benefit of doing with you. But you're tied to events that people may not realize that the DDA is all behind. So, yes. so that's one of them. Keep keep yeah. going. I'm sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> um, we're going to start booking our first Fridays in the next. I'll probably start in the next month. So, because um, that's a bit people really enjoy that. Oh, that's so fun. So, I want to get them booked and get everything set as soon as we can, and then we'll um, start putting it out there. And then, of course, uh, Fiddle and Fest um, this year I think was our biggest one yet. And we are looking to always, you know, revamp and grow and learn and make it better for next year. So those are our, our biggest events. Of course, we'll still do things like run for the holidays next year and our loft tours and different things like that. But, um, definitely be looking for our signature events to return. And then next year, right. You're supposed to be starting that business incubator. Hopefully. So like we said, nothing um, happens quick in government. So um, we're in the process now of getting design builds for 110 Broad Street where our incubator will be. Um, And once that um, the bids are opened and we, you know, the city chooses one, we'll start hopefully with building it out and that will determine when exactly we open. Um, but we've definitely already started working on programming and talking to partners like the chamber. Um, so that's something really exciting to look forward to. Um, just keep an eye out for news on the small, small business incubator. Okay. Um, yeah, you're tap dancing all around when you're really going to get going, but you're already working on it. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've been working on the programming and we got real excited when we first got the, the building. And like I said, government, not fast. Um, so... 
we we've got a lot of the the basics and the groundwork done, but until the building is at least almost complete, and right now it's not even usable, honestly, for us. So. Um, baby steps. Well, and, and it is interesting to me. We, we know what part of the country we're in when it's fiddling fest and not violin fest. <laughs> <laughs> That's accurate. <laughs> Although there may be a difference in the instrument subtly, or they could be, I don't know. But I, 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 <laughs> We have seen violins at fiddling fest, though. So, you know, a little, little bit of everything. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, how can people reach out to you and, and you know, uh, learn more or do business with the DDA? Yeah, so we're all on social media at Downtown Rome GA, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and then, um, of course, our website, downtownromega.us. And if you want to shoot us an email, downtown at romega.us. And just a reminder for folks that are starting a business, maybe even they're already in business downtown, that, you know, there's some benefits to touching Abs- base with you. Absolutely. You know, we try to meet all the new businesses and make connections when businesses change hands, but... We don't always meet everybody because there is so many businesses downtown, but we love working with our businesses and we have so many amazing people downtown. So if you're out there, come talk to us. All righty. Thank you. Um, okay. Ladies at Riverwood Senior Living, how can people learn more or reach out or connect? Phone numbers, website addresses, social media, all that stuff? Yeah, you can definitely go to our website, um, riverwoodretirement.com. Uh, we also have a Facebook page. Um, uh that's the only social media we have, actually. But, it is, yeah. Riverwood Senior Living. Um, but you can reach out to us, um, <clears throat> Um, You know, we'd love to help. Um, anything we can do. And the website address again? Riverwoodretirement.com. I think y'all should open a TikTok. And, 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 and can let, you imagine and, and like let the residents do their thing and yeah oh that'd be viral absolutely yeah <laughs> that's a good idea i think we should get that going they would yeah. actually like that carly can consult <laughs> <laughs> uh okay carly chamber final thoughts from you guys yes um riverwood forgot to mention that we're actually having business before hours with them so anyone that wants oh, yeah. to come and join please do we always love seeing our members support other members um that is next wednesday from yes. 8 a.m. till 9.30. So that's going to be super exciting yeah. to come get to tour all the great facility that they were talking about today. We also have got lots of ribbon cuttings coming up. You know, just always look on our calendar, kind of see what's going on. We get, we constantly add to it as the month goes on. So yeah. just always be looking at that. Um, we love to help our members any way we can. So I think, and then I think that's it. I don't think Your there's website. anything like pressing. Oh, <laughs> RomeGA.com is our website if you want information about membership and benefits to your membership or you can always contact me at kparker at RomeGA.com beautiful thank you ladies yeah, this, thank this, you. this thank was a good you. morning our, our, our juice is flowing again now Maybe. that we now that we've now that we've done the show and mm. we've gotten out of the holidays, it's you know we're getting out of Thanksgiving, getting ready for yeah, the next I was holiday. Say, we haven't gotten out of the holidays. Yeah, holidays. yeah gotten out of Thanksgiving, getting cranked we have up. A for the- small break and then it'll yeah. get crazy again in about a week. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, good. Thank you so much for being here. This was very interesting. I do appreciate it. You've been listening to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight here on Rome Business Radio. We broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studios on Broad Street in downtown Rome, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. Thank you so much for listening.